You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Bigger. But that's not life when before this happened. I could go to jujitsu whenever I wanted. I was busy, so I didn't eat as much. Uh, like I've been doing a lot of boredom eating. Like just like just grazing in the kitchen, you know? <laughs> You're listening to Matt C Slack. Tell me about his wretched diet. Uh, While we were all listening to the beautiful sounds of Nuestras Demandas. This motherfucker is grazing his kitchen like a calf. Boredom eating. Turning into a fucking bull. Just one chip here, one little fucking bite of candy there. Oh, candy. We just had some fucking candy. We just had a nice little five milligram orange mint. A tasty little mint. From? The Balboa Avenue Dispensary. The friendly people at the Balboa Avenue Dispensary are making your quarantine pleasurable. How? They'll deliver. You can go visit. However you want to get it, you got it. Good people. And they take care of us. Matt, you look high. Not true. Fake news. That was like 10 minutes ago. Oh, fuck. 10 minutes ago. It's been exactly 30 days ago since we last met here in the Emo Brown Studios. Okay, March 259. 16th. That was a Monday night. That was like D-Day. That was day one. Yeah. That was day one. We were crying about like, now what are we going to do, bro? Now what are we going to do? We're closed. You're closed. I'm closed. We're closed. There's there's a lot of freaking out. There's a lot of like uncertainty. Like, oh shit, what's going to happen next? And uh, yeah, so we're, we're one month from that date. <laughs> we're quarantine veterans now, bro. Are we pros? We're, we're, we've adapted. You know, you you've opened. You're back open. Uh, well, we we have not we have not opened the uh, Manhattan bar. Uh-huh. We have opened the Manhattan uh, grab and go quick stop liquor store I, for know, all of your uh, liquor grab and go needs. So you're open on Friday and Saturday. Fridays and Saturdays at the Manhattan. Everything. If it's not nailed down, you can take it. Pretty much. I, uh, I sold a stool. Uh, Did last you really? Week. Yeah. Like poop or what? I, no, like uh, to sit on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We, one, of the, one of the dudes, he's a regular. He, uh, you know, he, he bought a bunch of stuff. Like he had literally been there all four days that we had been open and had spent probably 300 bucks and was like, hey, I got this workbench that I'm making at home, but I need a stool. Like, can I have one of your stools? I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I was like, just take one of those, dude. And he took it. And uh-huh. how much did you sell good. it for? I just gave it to him. How do you? But he had, he dropped like 300 bucks. That's retention, Liquor. Bro. Relationship he, selling. He bought some hats, some hoodies, the whole deal. So it's the least I can do. What else are you doing? I want to let you explain this. I know you uh, you so, recently started a little fundraiser for the staff. Yeah. So, I mean, we're uh, it, just hustling, dude. I mean, you know. You know how it goes. Um, so kind of just doing a little of everything that we can to, um, one, I mean, get, get some money in, get liquid, get cash. Um, but what it does is it allows me to bring my bartenders in for a few hours. Uh, they get paid, uh, they get tipped out. The, all the regulars are coming and tipping them real good. So for, for them not being able to work it, you know, it's, I know it's not going to pay the rent, but at least it's grocery money for sure. Um, but we are, um, we are selling bottles and cans to go. Um, we are <coughs> selling growlers maybe. Damn it. Oh. Not legal. 
Yeah, uh, totally legal. Totally legal. Totally yeah. legal, bro. We're doing what everyone else is doing. Yeah. So it must. So it must be legal. Damn, motherfucker! You quick. You're those one. Of, you're those motherfuckers that just like. If I'm going down, I'm taking everyone nah, with none me. None of us are going down. They got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. But but we are also, um, by virtue of us having a Type 48, we are allowed to sell manufacture, package, liquor to go. Just like a liquor store. So we are uh, selling bottles of JMO, bottles of Tito's. But you, you have a the whole fancy deal. selection. And we've got a ton of stuff sellered over the years. Like, like I'm, I know all the whiskey traders and, and I'm like pretty active in that that realm and so whenever good bottles come up i make sure i get them and then i've been like into overdrive these last couple weeks trying to procure as many as i can and so you know we're selling bottles and cans of beer uh we're selling uh micheladas to go yes you are we're selling regular liquor bottles to go we're selling merch uh we're working with some of the food vendors and dropping like taking baked pizzas and then like the the little like uh the the little top around the cake is is where uh, I'm, I'm putting a bunch of these like rare whiskeys out and people are losing their shit over it. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to attack us. Like it's black Friday. To I, get I'm new. Bottles. I'm new in this whiskey game. And and you pretty much like have held my hand throughout this whole process of building my little whiskey collection. And I went in there on Friday. No, fuck. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know what day. Well, today is Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So I went, was yesterday. Was Wednesday. I went in Wednesday or Tuesday, Wednesday. No, it was yesterday. Okay. Was so yesterday. I went yesterday. Yeah, I feel like I got some good, some good little bottles off you, brother. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, my pleasure. My collection is now a legit little collection. I feel it has arrived. I have a, I have a top end whiskey, and I have like your your run of the mill whiskeys, and I have those nice little. Oh shit, that's a little crafty bottle. Where did you get that? You know, thank you, Matt. But that all pales in comparison to your fucking micheladas to go. As soon as you started doing that, I got people that go down there every weekend. And I know they're going down there because they're like, hey, going down to fucking Manhattan. You need some michelada. I was like, motherfucker, you know I need some michelada. So they'll bring over the michelada mix, and I'm like, poop, perfect. I can't get a, I can't get through a weekend without at least having two of the micheladas from the mix that you provide. So thank you. And if you Our haven't pleasure. gone down there, get your ass down there and purchase some stuff because one, you're supporting a fucking pillar of the South Bay community and the people who run it. True story. One month. One fucking month. And here we are. And at times it feels like it's been like three days. And there's times where it feels like it's been three fucking oh. years. And, and and I tell you this because I fucking for me, honestly, it's the grind is still there because I got to get a butt crack early. But 30 days since we've been down and today is day one for me of vacation. So now it's like it sounds silly to say I'm on vacation during a fucking shelter in place quarantine. But fuck, dude. Like, UPS is not fucking around right now. Grocery stores are not fucking, like, people who work at grocery stores, no fucking around. Uh, obviously, obviously, healthcare workers, those guys are legit top tier, no fucking around. Yeah, so now that off. I, like, have, like, two, two like, pretty close to two weeks off, I'm like, shit, what am I going to do? So now I'm just going to disconnect, lay down, have edibles, drink whiskey, and watch TV, I think. Time to pick up a new hobby. No, 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 no. Time to fucking do nothing. Reinvest bro. in some old hobbies. Yes. Do a puzzle. We did. The moms uh, bought the boys' puzzles. Uh, the Easter Bunny, wifey, bought the kids' puzzle as well. So we've been running through those things. Well, I just want to chill. I want to catch up on TV. I've been watching some bullshit TV. And I want to say, I want to sit down and I want to watch Ozark. I haven't watched Ozark yet. I've heard a lot of people talking about Ozark. I think that's going to be on my list. All right. I'm but down. It's what, it's what seasons, uh, season three yeah. is what just came out, right? So two seasons to catch up. I started watching Hentified and I was like, all right, I'm going to give it another shot. Nah, with my. 
My initial thought was correct. Is that a uh, like four white people thing? <laughs> Am I going to get it? You'll understand the fuck out of it, bro. I mean, you are a gentrifier. So you go into communities and you throw your money around and, you know, you become like one of the community. And now everybody thinks you're fucking from the South Bay. Damn. So well done. Good Damn. For you. <laughs> Damn. Just uh, throw my money around. One month in, your president came out today and said. Our, our president. I'm a, well, I'm not a legal citizen. Came oh. out today and said, time to open America up again. What do you think? Is that, is that, see, and I feel comfortable talking politics to you because I feel it's like par for the course. It's like, you know, white people like to talk about weather, like what's going on with the weather, um, casseroles, uh, Burt Reynolds, and I guess politics. Uh, Yeah, that's not my generation. And honestly, (laughs) we don't like to talk about the weather. We just, that's like the icebreaker. That's the white person icebreaker. Sean, my brother-in-law. How about this weather? It's been, it's been warm out lately, hasn't it? Like like we don't, we don't care and we don't want to get into it. Like we're not talking about the Doppler effects or the. The low pressure systems, it's just a way to break the ice. The but, weather. But enough about the weather. Um, he came out today and said, okay, time to open up America. And then, uh, I don't know, bro. I don't know if it's time to open America up yet. I, mean, I get it. I get the forces that be that are telling him in his ear like, yo, we're going we're gonna to fucking go to shit. More so if we maintain this current path. But who cares? Like, we can rebuild that. You're going to essentially put more people at risk by popping them out there and saying, it's all good. And in actuality, who the fuck is going to go out right now? No one's going to go out. You can open up a restaurant. Honestly, I think a lot of people are going to go out. You think so? I think a lot of people are like, they're, see, I don't, I'm not sure you fully comprehend because you get to go up and you get to get up and go to work every single day. Some of us have been stuck at home every single day. And guess who else is at our house? little children and you never realize how like you know we have like a eight hour tolerance for our kids anything more than that and just like it gets it can get ugly so you have three three kiddos one is older and two are youngsters two little guys three six and your wifey's off to work every day pretty much yeah she's doing um like shorter shifts but i mean she's working you know six to noon or like eight to two every day Um, what is she five days see, a week? Because she actually gets to see people. I don't get to see like consumers. You know, I, I see fucking boxes and shit. Like, wifey probably gets to see like everything. Um, you know, I, I think she was a little perturbed the first like week or two because they they hadn't like fully adapted. And she works in a coffee shop, and uh, they hadn't adapted, and so people were still coming in and uh, ordering, and people are coming in and you know, coughing like motherfuckers and Ugh. just doing dumb shit. And finally, I think after about a week or a week and a half of that, they um, they did the whole like put the register at the door. And then, I, you know, I don't I don't know if they order at the door and you can make it or if it's just like order online and we make it and it's there ready for you when you show up. But they got rid of like coming inside. And I think that's kind of made it uh, easier for everyone to, to handle. I think so, because, I mean, we adapted that shit here at the brewery. Um, we don't let anybody in anymore. Uh, we have the setup like we saw it's at the door. So we have the register at the door. We have like the lineup of what we offer as it relates to the go cans or growl- or growlers. And that's it, man. I feel like you should know what you want at this point. You know what we offer. Come in, grab it, and Beer. go. You know, grab it, Beer. go, grab it, go, grab it, go. But dude, I'm starting delivery service in North County tomorrow. Um, for real, for real, for real. Well, yeah, dude. Well, I have eight people, eight orders tomorrow to fulfill in in uh, what is it, or North County? So it's Escondido, and oh, Escondido's the furthest. Oh, see, I thought North County was 
north of the 54. Ugh. We broke that rule fucking a couple of weeks ago because a lot of people from um, Mid-City, what is that, uh, Golden like Hill? Fairmont or? Not Golden oh. Hill area, like all that, Bankers Hill, Golden Hill, like gotcha. Normal Heights. We get a lot of orders from there, City Heights, uh, that whole area, Mission Hills. We get a lot of orders there. So I said, all right, cool, we'll take it. And I've been getting like a lot of requests to deliver in North County. So now Vista, Escondido, what else? There's another place. I don't know. Cardiff, maybe? Tell more. I don't know. But I have eight orders. You know, and, and, and minimum is you, is you got $30 worth. So I made it worth my while. Right. So if, if I'm going out there, so now it's going to be designated Fridays. North County people, if you want us to deliver, I'm going to take my ass up there. You know? I did one it. delivery last week. Oh, nice. To your boy. Who? Willie. You delivered to Willie? Yeah. Why? I don't know. He lives right on my way home. Tied and he asked nicely. Oh, man. Yeah. Good for him. Good. Yeah. What does a guy like Willie drink? You know what he got. That four pack. I know. The Micheladas. Oh, he didn't bring me one. That little bitch, I sent him a message. What? Yeah. All Ooh. right. Cool. Nice. So, yeah, man, honestly, we're adapting. We're doing our thing. Um, there's certain business models I feel are going to fail. You know, like there's certain things now that I don't think are going to be sustainable moving forward. Because, like, you hear, the, you hear the people, the important people, the doctors and um, people who, not necessarily the politicians, but the people who pull the politicians' strings, the people who have their hands so far up the ass of a politician and tell them what to do. Those people are now kind of like dropping hints on what's going to change. Like movie theaters, maybe a fucking model of the past. Uh, restaurants might be different now. There's a lot of shit that's probably no longer going to be. I like going to the movies, though. I don't. No. No. I like the big screen. Uh-huh. I like going. Like the anticipation of like going and getting snacks yeah. and like, you know, sitting there. And I don't know. You know. I mean, it's been 25 years since I got a hand job in the movie theater. But, <sighs> uh, you know, but. Fond memories. Did you ever pull an L- Alettes Morissette in the theater? Oh, um. Did get, she like, go down on you in oh, a theater? Uh, I mean, not in the last 20 years. Jesus Christ. Nasty man. Back in the day. Dude. Way back in the day. The most vivid memory I have of going to watch a movie in a theater, like post with my parents or like cousins or anything like that, it was um, Jackie Brown, you know? And I think Good movie. Pulp Fiction. Both of those movies because the, the group of... Uh, vigilantes that I rolled with in high school were all about fucking Quentin Tarantino in his early days. Yeah, you know, there was all these little douchebags. I was one of them. We just watched, go watch Pulp Fiction. And it was like rated R, so I don't know how the fuck we got in, but it was usually like a homie of a homie worked at the AMC or whatever at the mall and be like, hey, bro, could we get in? We'd get in. We were fucking already faded and just, you know, watching movies. We were so innocent back then. So you weren't 17 to get in, but you were faded? Yeah, (laughs) come on. How's that work? Welcome to Chula Vista, brother. You gotta be 21 to drink, right? I I know your new money here in Chula Vista, (laughs) but let me let you know how Chula Vista works. There was a spot here in Chula Vista, well, actually Bonita, um, next to Hans and Harry's, and I feel cool talking about it because they're not open anymore. And when I tell you this story, you'll probably realize why. It was a fucking liquor store, bro, in a deli. And um, we would go down there Thursdays and Fridays after soccer practice, after school. I had a friend named Hector, and he was the guy with the truck. So we would go down and uh, hang out at this little liquor store in Bonita. And motherfucker knew. We looked young as shit, bro. I mean, 17, 16, 18, whatever. Like, we were juniors and seniors. Look 30 to me. Yeah. And that we'd just go in there and be like, all right, we'll get a bottle of this. My shit was Mickey's. I don't know what you drank in your day. I used to drink Mickey's 40s. I would grab one 
And that was a wrap for me. I'd start That's speaking. All you needed. Yeah, I'd start speaking Greek and shit after that. You didn't know what the fuck I was saying. Like I'd be all twisted. But the homies, we used to call him Whiskey El Hector. He was into Jim Beam, bro. He Ooh. would get yeah, he would get like a little bottle of Jim Beam. That motherfucker would just get violent, you know? Yeah. So we all had those spots. But these guys didn't give a fuck, you know? So welcome to the South Bay. I hope you don't run your establishments that way. Never. No, it's <laughs> like I, I got kids to feed. So, <laughs> so you know, and, and, and there's enough 21 and ups that want to come have a good time and get drunk. But, you know, it's funny. I didn't drink a whole lot when I was like 17 and 18 because I didn't have the hookup. Uh-huh. That's when I started smoking weed. Nice. Because... That's oh, bad yeah. for you, bro. I'll, well, but all you... Yeah. At young age? I was already full grown. What are you going to do when uh, your boys start smoking weed? Let's just... Since it's our boys are the same age, what are we going to do when um, the boys start like, hey, they're going to... Because you know they're going to be fucking ruffians here in the hood. So they're going to be like and, tinkering. You know, they're going to be those dicks that are like, do you know who my dad is? Oh, man. Who's going to be like that? Because for my sunny. kids... Okay, I was going to say. For, for my kids, I know who it's going to be. It's for yeah. sure going to be Sunny. Jackie's not going to say a goddamn thing. No. Oliver, I don't know. He's still young. He's a pretty boy, dog. Yeah. He's a pretty boy, so yeah, I don't I know. I can't tell what right But Sonny would be like, because we always say he's going to be the mouth. He's going to be the little lawyer guy and be like, do you know my dad is? I'll have my yeah. dad get the fuck down and be like, dude, your dad ain't shit, boy. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Your yeah. dad serves beer for a living. <laughs> right? Right? Delivers boxes. <laughs> your daddy ain't shit. So, you know, I, I think, I mean, like we did it, right? Yeah. You know, we did it. No, we didn't. 15, 16, <laughs> 17. But we do it now. <laughs> and so, like, how do we... Like, how do we come down that hard on them? Dude, maybe we could have been, like, way smarter if we didn't do it when we were younger. Nah. No? Probably not. I mean, I, we weren't, like... How old were you when you first started Token? Uh, 17. But, but The it, first but, time. 17? Oh, I was 14 the first time I did. Damn, dog. What the yeah. fuck you guys do in 8 Mile in Detroit, bro? Oh, come on. You guys are crazy like out five there. Mile. I was you guys are five mile. crazy over there, bro. Nah, house parties, you know. Drinking Bud Heavies and... You know, it's like the my, my buddy had the older brother that was a senior in high school, uh-huh. and then like his parents would leave, and they had a pool and the whole deal. And so, like, he was the stiffler. Yeah, pool table downstairs, pool upstairs, and so his parents would leave, and then it was like the eighteen year old would have his friends over, and then damn, you motherfuckers uh, were like an after school special, dude. Yeah, and so like my, you know my my buddy that was fourteen, the same us, like he got to like invite like you know four or five of his friends over just to kick it, and we'd go and just drink beers and until we threw up and. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, six butt heavies in your world is just spinning. I look back and I laugh, bro. I'm like, God damn, how the hell did I get so fucking destroyed off of 40 of Mickey's? Because uh, we were probably 150 pounds. Yeah. 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 I was a flaquito. Though. I was like really skinny. I was soccer player, you know, like super yeah. little, thin, big old ears, big old head. Didn't take much to get me drunk. I didn't smoke. I was a big, uh, big, uh, I pushed Meth. back. No, oh. I was a big weenie when it came to smoking. I was like, oh, no. Um, smoking is for losers. If you smoke, you can't hang out with me, bro. Are you talking about weed or you yeah, talking weed. about cigarettes? Yeah, weed. Okay. Oh, fucking cigarettes in my life. I've smoked maybe like three cigarettes. One of those same parties, uh, I, I, I ran into a whole pack of Marble Reds huh? and just went green and was thrown up everywhere. And, and I've smoked maybe like 10 cigarettes since then. And that was, you know. That's I a good 14. test, bro. That's a right. good. Mm. But. but it just reaffirms that old, like, you know how everyone's old man is like, you got to smoke here. Smoke these with yeah, me, boy. <laughs> we're going to sit down. We're going to smoke this whole fucking pack. Oh, you know, and, man. You know, and that, that's how they get you to not smoke. But So so what are you going to do when your kids start smoking, when you catch them? I talked to wifey about this. We've had this. We've, we've sat down and be like, all right, you were a big pothead. Wifey, not me. Like, we can't be hypocrites. We know the ramifications of it. 
I'm more of a controlled environment and everything, bro. Like, I, I, I know you guys are going to be little assholes, you know? I know how I was. I know how your mother was. So it's like, now let's, let's reel it in and let's do it in an area where I know what's going on. Worst thing I want is for my boys to go to a house party, have a couple of jello shots and a fucking white claw and lose their shit, bro. Okay, one, that's embarrassing. Right. Two, it's like, don't lose your shit. Like, know, know what you can handle. They're Garcias. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you don't, that, that, that name means something. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Smith don't, in, don't, in Spanish, don't, don't, don't be drinking three Trulies. And... Oh, man. So, yeah, it's like, I don't want them to lose their shit. Like, at a party, be like, ah, let's drink everything. So, to an extent, I kind of want them to be at home and be like, okay, you little assholes want to drink? Have let's drink. Have a beer with daddy. But but, but you, also, you also don't want to be that parent that's like, oh, like, we go over to the Garcia's house to get fucking wasted. No, bro. Nah, that, that's not issue. No, no. This is This is... Family, family only. Yeah. Los Garcias, yeah. Like, shit, I'm not even having you over when this happens. This is going to be strictly wifey, myself, and the boys. And be like, all right. Yeah, gun. Like, we're working on cursive right now. We're working on writing Jackson's name, doing letters. Fast forward 10, 10 years from now, it'll be like 16. Be still, like, okay. Still probably working on cursive. Probably working on letters, you know? And like, no, that this is, that looks like a ten, T, not ten an X. <laughs> and um, be like, all right. This is a fucking beer. This could be a good thing or this could be a bad thing. Let's see how many it takes before you fucking turn into a bad thing. You know, I, I want it to be a controlled environment. I don't want to be the dad that obviously be like, come on, come on, you little pussy, you got to drink. Like, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy be like, you're going to drink. Hey, are, are you curious? Yeah, like, you're cool. going to drink. Go grab a beer. Let's have, if let's you're going to do this, I'd rather you do it with us. You know, I don't want you to like to have, build up all this misconception about alcohol or, or weed or this. It's like, here, you want to try it? Try it here. We're here. Nothing's going to happen to you. You're going to get hungry. You're going to go to sleep. But then again, it's like, at what age is that cool? Fuck. And I don't know, dude. Weed is strong now. I can't smoke yeah. weed anymore. Oh, dude. Dude, I can't smoke weed anymore. Like, I do these little edibles now because weed will fucking trip like, me out. Like, you know, so I, I got a couple of those, like, little baby joints from you. The little, uh-huh. little nubbers. Dude, those are still hitters. Right. right. <laughs> but, but but I still can't finish one. That's a fucking hitter of a toke, though. They're called little tokes. And, you, it, yeah, what is it? Maybe, like, a half maybe a little smaller but, yeah, than but, half a joint yeah it's yeah it's less than half and you know it's i talk to people and they're like yeah like I, I i i smoked a joint last night i'm like so you mean like you smoked a whole joint they're like yeah and i'm like dude like what's wrong with you what, one full-size joint it, that's like three sessions for wifey and i real talk. or like those little tiny ones that's like the, the two of us can't even finish no one. We're old. Yeah. Our tolerance what, is done. Yeah, and this what, weed is super strong. Yeah. What wifey's like two hits and done. I'm like maybe five hits and done. No, you're you're next level, it. brother. I'm still I'm still on the single A. I'm with Fort Wayne. You're obviously in the big show. Oh no, come on. I, now. Five tokes. You take five I hits. Mean, well, I'm not hitting it like fucking. Oh my god. Samson Simpson. It, it fucking it. <laughs> don't talk to Samson. Yeah. If you're making me get feel like antsy just listening to you, just tell me who hit it five times. I can do it once, and then. Interesting side note, I think I'm allergic to weed. Anytime, like I feel it right now just talking about weed. Uh, anytime I start rolling a joint, because sometimes I'll roll a joint just for fucking pleasure, just like like it, it, it calms me down. I have a little joint roller and um, I'll just roll it, but my hands get sticky, obviously, and I'll like scratch my nose or whatever. And then I just feel like the roof of my mouth get all itchy. My eyes get itchy. I just start feeling getting like an allergic reaction. And it's all fucking marijuana, all weed, all style. It's just It just gets me. I'm old, bro. I think I've, I've, I shot my shot. You know, yeah. I shot my shot when it came to that with a lot of things, and now it's more like I can't do that. I love Twinkies. 
I that's one of like my fucking biggest like um guilty pleasures. I enjoy, but I know I fucking if I eat too many Twinkies, my, my I feel like shit. Doesn't like any of that like processed like junk food. Huh. But I'm I'm into I'm all in on it. Like I love Twinkies. Huh. I love uh the Nutty Bars. <laughs> Little oh. Debbie's, those, those ones, or which yeah, like yeah. the ones that are like long and skinny with like the little, a Twix like that, and a little the, yeah, the X mark, yep. yeah, and and the kids Fabulous. like them, and so they come in the two packs, and so I break one in half, I give half to each kid. That's <laughs> the worst one. fucking thing to eat too. Oh it's, god, it's nasty, it's but it's like garbage. But, oh, but they taste so good. It's fucking tasty. You know what's even better uh. is take one of those and just shove it right up in the middle of a Twinkie. I've never put the fuck. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds one perverted. Two, I've never even thought of that. I don't think I've ever yeah. had both of those things in the house at the same time. It's, it's one or the other, bro. You can't oh. overindulge like that. You're going to be fucking 40, man. In one week. In one week, you will be 40. In two weeks, I will be 41. Dude, and, oh. and, and I'm not I'm not a like, what are we going to do to celebrate me kind of guy. Like, I, like I'm, w- I'm way more low-key. Like, I don't really ah, enjoy it. No, come on, dude. Bitch, you had a whole fucking plan for your birthday but party. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it I mean, was like know, a because Matapalooza. You've, because you've... you've like in legit besides family, like you're the only one that's like come to like my last two birthday parties. It's pizza port. Yep, been there. Yeah, just a couple hours of pizza port with some beers and some pizza, and, and that's a, it. Yeah. But this year, I was like, you know, fuck it, let's do something. Matapalooza. Oh, I I even look I, I looked at getting some like big time bands to the Manhattan to play. Um, and then when the the Padres were gonna be in down in Mexico, I was like, all right, perfect. So I was like. Let's go to Mexico. That's this weekend. I know. That's this weekend. That was my vacation plan. I took two weeks off for that specifically. But, but so I'm kind of bummed. Like I'm, I've, like I, I had never really been like a, so come on guys, let's celebrate my birthday kind of guy. And I was almost kind of getting into it this year. It's a big, it's a big deal. You're 40. You know, and so wifey was asking today what we want to do. And I was like, Kind of just want to get like a thirty-two ounce steak. How do you? And make some old fashions at home, <sighs> and and just like that's that's my birthday. Yeah, I, I want I want the big Millennium Falcon Lego. What is that? What the fuck is a Millennium Falcon? It's the ship from Star Wars. Star Wars, the, yeah, like the circular one that that Han okay. Solo I know which pilots. One yeah. Oh, so, so they make a couple different Lego versions of it. There's a couple that are like a hundred dollar ones, mm-hmm. and then they're you know they're like fifteen hundred or two thousand pieces. I'm not sure, but then there's one that's like seventy five hundred pieces. It's eight hundred dollars. It's the only one where it's like two scale where you're, the, the guys doing that? can. Oh, I want it. Yeah. I want it. And you I better order that shit now. As somebody that works at UPS and your birthday's next week, you better order that shit like three or four days ago, brother. Uh, I say, I keep telling wifey I want it. And she gives me that like, get, get the fuck out of here look. I think her thing is like, where are you going to put it once you build it? Mm. Well, well, that's I, a valid, that's gonna, a fucking valid yeah, question. <laughs> I told her I'm going to suspend it from the ceiling. How big is it? Uh, Probably two and a half feet. Oh wow! Yeah, by like two feet. You're a fucking nerd. That's right. And here's the other reason I know you're a nerd. I went to the Elwood again yesterday, and I went to the back. I legitimately went into the Elwood to smell it, see what was going on, get a nice little whiff of the wood, and um, look at bottles. And I go into the back, and there's a big old box of nerd books, uh, fucking J.R. Tolkien or whatever that dude's name is. J.R.R. Tolkien, oh. <laughs> author of the uh, Lord of the Rings, That's the Hobbit. The book yeah, the Lord of the Rings uh, books were there. There was <gasps> some George uh, R. Martin books. That's another one, yeah. Um, well known for his Game of Thrones series. That's what I saw. As oh. well as some J.K. Rowling books. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Harry Potter. It was basically the never going to get laid section in the library. And I was like, oh, awesome. These must be mats. Yeah, but those people get laid. Uh, yeah, bro, they're authors, multi-millionaire authors. No, I mean, like, the, the, <laughs> nerds get laid now. 
Do they really? I think so. Nerds? I think by other nerds. But nerds, they, they made they made a comeback. Like, I feel like I feel like it's cooler to be a nerd now. I was never a nerd nerd, and I was never like cool cool. I was just like in the middle, you know. Like I'm a geek because I like I like geeky shit, bro. I love baseball. Yeah, that, I love that, baseball. I love baseball cards. I love like it. I used to play pogs. I love card games. I like shit like that, you know. And I was never cool cool because I was never like at the party. But but you still wanted to get laid. And well, you still wanted duh, to like drink. 16, 17. Those yeah. are the things you enjoyed, you know, or at least the idea of you enjoyed. I remember. Uh, I, I still remember. I can't remember who it was. It, it was one of like the bullies in high school. Uh, you know, like a jock and he wasn't on my shit, but like, I knew he was like one of those dudes that like would rough people up. Oh. And I, I remember him like, like hitting me in the arm one day and going, you know what, bro? I don't know. We don't say bro in Michigan. I don't remember what he said. What do you, what do you he, fucking say in Michigan? He, he probably, he probably just called me cease. Cause that's what everyone called me back in the day. Um, cease, but he goes, you know what? You're like the coolest fucking dork. How do you? You're like a fucking dork, but you're cool. You know, in like high school, I was all into like, I was into music and skateboarding, but like, I also played sports and I, like, you know, and I had like volleyball, I, bro. Yeah, oh, I, played, sorry. I played tennis. Go ahead. And I played soccer. Mm. And I captained the quiz bowl team two years in a row. <laughs> two God, years. I, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> quiz bowl, uh, academic Olympics. Oh. You know, it's like, it's like the nerd shit where like, Three or four of you sit like at a table, and then they ask questions, and you got to. It's like, like a mathlete. It's like yeah, it's like Team <laughs> Jeopardy. I fucking own that shit. But you're competitive as shit, bro. So maybe weed has affected me because I mm. was really smart back yeah. in the day. Well, it just taught you to look at things in a different. Way. Maybe it turned you into a better businessman. But but yeah, so so we we definitely uh, we, we we I think we towed that line between the 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 nerd culture and like the the cool kid culture, even as like forty year olds. Dude, the emo brown our social club thing. Is a big nerd fest. Oh, dude, it is. it's a big like just like a geek club of dudes here from the South Bay who are late thirties, early forties, doing everything we can to hold on to like our fucking athletic ability. Like we cycle, we do jujitsu, we fucking do striking, we golf, we we fucking, had a soccer team. Yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming Good. back. Yeah, I'm we're ready. starting the softball team. So yeah, let's talk about that shit right now. We have a fucking group, and most of you guys know about it already because. Obviously, you listen to this fucking podcast, and um, the ath- we can't even call it the athletic club anymore. Well, it, it just e- emo trans- Brown is like it's transmorphing. It's like changing from what it originally was into. I, mean, I think it's changing into something bigger. Yeah, it's turned into something cool. Like we have a meeting tonight about kind of like the direction we want to take it in. Motherfuckers are talking about they have they saw a warehouse that they want to rent out and turn it into, into like a fun factory. And I was like, all right, because in our club and our little group of friends that we have now. And it, it, this group of friends, like, none of, nobody knew each other very well. Like, you and me and Glasses pretty much knew each other very well. And then everybody else just kind of, like, we started getting to know them and we just put them in the group. And just You're the only white guy in the group. I just felt like saying that because you're the only white guy. And I'm not going to lie. When they voted on who, my hand went up. I said, I don't know if we should bring him in, bro. That's my dog. But I don't know well, if we should bring him in. You know, and and, and it, I think it's fitting. I believe yes, I think yesterday was like you know uh, Jackie Robinson Day, number forty two. Yeah, you know, it's all, all the all the racists say once you let one in, Damn. they're all gonna come in. You are still a racist, and, bro. And, and and that's probably what you guys said about the white guy. No, no, I, we're, we're like we can't even find one white guy that we'd want to let in. But then Glass was like, Matty. He's my, oh, he's my, what does he say? My muse. Me. He's my muse. <laughs> but, but I love glasses. Glasses we is a good lo- dude. We all love glasses. Glasses, we love you. We love um, you, glasses. Shout so out. Yeah, this, so this group, like, 
they, we, we just want to take it to the next level, I guess. We have a group of artists in there. We have a group of business owners. We have a group of like legitimate like ambition go-getters and and everybody there wants to start a business in some way like crafty. We got somebody who's like going to start the draft line cleaning. He's just got a whole draft maintenance company, the doctor, the beer doctor, Danny. And it's like it's cool. Like everybody's bringing something to the table. So we were talking about that because now I don't know if you guys know, but we have a, a website called emobrown.com. And on emobrown.com, you can actually get a, a link to our merch, a link to Patreon, a link to all of the episodes that we currently have. But what we're also going to add in there is like a link to everybody who's in our club, who's a part of it, and what they do. You know, like the artist El Chicle, the artist Jordan, you know, like the um, glasses and the jujitsu and, and everything he's involved with, you know, taking pictures of his shoes and shit. Like all the cool over stuff. Over <laughs> and over and over again. Every and fucking again. day. Vans of the day. Van That's how I know he's okay. I don't need to do a wellness check on glasses. The day he fucking doesn't put like a Vans of the day, like or, I'll be or, like, oh or shit. A, or a hat with a feather in oh, it. Oh my. I can't get into that style. I can't. He clowns me. He clowns us. Because we dress the same, pretty much. Right. You know, we, we have our stupid ass attire of like right now. Yeah, I'm you, wearing, you, 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 yeah, you have your corny ass fucking cut off sweats, Adidas, uh, like tapered uh, <laughs> uh, athletic pants, and I've got my fucking black gym shorts. We every have a look single day. We are we are the nerds of the group. You know, I I think I think it's by virtue of you know having kids, like having businesses, like it's comfort, bro. Yeah, comfort Quick is key and easy. Yeah, you'll never you'll never see me pulling a wifey where I go into the fucking closet, and it's weird because wifey will and I will sometimes we'll go into the closet and we'll look and I see her just kind of like thumbing through her clothes like uh, cual me llevo, cual me pongo, brrr, and like taking her time, and then I go in there, I'm like, brrr, oh shit, I only have four of the same kind of pants, five hundred of the same kinds of shirts, makes my shit yeah. easy. Go in, grab it, go, bing, done. You know, I like that. Me I will too. never be a cutting edge stylist guy. You know, you're never going to see me with a cool haircut. Bro, I fucking shaved my hair and I looked like Chapo when he got arrested. <laughs> All right. There's nothing stylish about you don't, me. You don't look as tired as Chapo did. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I feel tired. But it's like I'll never have like the cool haircut. I'll never have like the cool expensive jeans or the cool fucking shoes. I'm more I'm built for comfort. And that's a wrap. Well, and you know? I feel like when we do dress up. We don't have to try so hard, and, and people are fucking impressed. Dude, I wear boots when I dress up. Dude, when, when I rock a pair of jeans and, like, a Dixon or whatever, like, everyone – and, and like, put, like, shit in my hair. <laughs> you put shit like, in your hair? I mean, like <laughs> – It's gross. Bro. <laughs> uh, what, what, what's, what's, what's the one that glasses is all about? Um, suavecito. Yeah, I got some suavecito. I, I think so. I, I think – one of his biggest dreams is to be like a, a uh, what's a model, it called? A suavecito, a suavecito model. like a spokes spokesperson, yeah. yeah, something. Let's help him get that done. That's a, that, that should be something with you as his muse. You should help him get that done. But yeah, Jordan is a stylish one. Glasses is a stylish one. Fucking el profe, the profe style. They're all all of them. Fucking are stylish. I don't give a shit about style. Tapered like, jeans, fancy like shoes, hats with feathers, accessories. Bro. They accessorize. Like I, they for sure accessorize. I like. Like the 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 craft, the ability that goes in, the talent into building these hats with the feathers and everything. But I, just, I appreciate what yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, but it, I mean, it looks good yeah. and it looks good on them. But like, I know how I feel when I dress like that, yeah. and like, I can't wait to get home and put on my fucking shorts, bro. I'm not wearing boxers. I'm just wearing cut off sweats. Just free balling, free balling in sweats, and I'm wearing one of those. Uh, I don't even the panchos the. The fucking ones yeah. that you buy in Ensenada, like the Dylan McKay ones when he yeah, was going like, down like to fucking... Yeah, like 1991 Dylan Dude, McKay, Keanu Reeves, bro, like yes. Point Break. This is my shit. Like, I'll, 
especially now that I'm on vacation, I'm going to be full quarantine mode. I don't have to get up and go to work. I'm going to get up. Oh. I'm probably going to wake and bake because I'm still going to get up early and the, everyone's going to be asleep. So I'll go outside in the front yard, rip a bowl, put on some fucking sweatpants and another little surfer fucking uh, poncho on and hey. But you've seen how I fucking roll. Like you've seen my signature like overcoat. Yeah. It's the fucking, the cutoff hoodie. Handle it, bro. You cut the fucking sleeves off of People your hoodies. People love that shit, though. Yeah, no, they don't, bro. They just don't know how to tell you. What the fuck are you wearing, dude? Well, I, they don't love it like they're jealous and want to be like me. They're, I think they just love that I can rock it without, like, bro, you've never, Bro, you've never met a fucking shirt with sleeves that you like, bro. I feel like every time, you're like, my my dad does that. My dad, every shirt he gets is like, Miko, let me see that shirt. It's nice. Yeah, but your dad's a And cool then dude. he just tailors it. All of a sudden, there's no more sleeves on that shirt. You're that guy. He's 67. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a young 67. Oh, man. Basically, we're very proud of the Emo Brown crew. Honestly. And, and I, like, feel like, I feel like it's on the come up. I feel like there's, uh, it's like bubbling right now. It's percolating. Yeah. That's what people say. It, it, it's percolating in the sense that it's like, Everyone, it's going to blow up. We, we, we're trying to like make sure hungry. that we, yeah, we're yeah. trying to put it in the right direction. And, and I, you know, and I think that if there's one common denominator between all of like all the click and, and I, I don't know everyone that well yet, but everyone grinds, everyone hustles. Yeah. And so it's like, there's some artists, there's entrepreneurs, there's but business people, hustle. you know, and, but everyone's grinding, hustling, trying to find that, that edge that they're, they're, they're trying to win the game. And everybody wants, well, it seems like there's going to be some sort of like, um, fundraising aspect to it like giving back to the community because we're all south bay cats now man like we're all from here in the south bay paradise hills imperial beach sunny sea little chula vista like we are national city we're all from down here and i almost feel like that is something we do in the south bay it's like we always want to like oh well, how do we give back or how do we help out with this or what do we do to help this little situation out well you know and i feel like um th there's not as there's not a huge like transplant contingent in the south bay like everyone that's here is like from here and even like someone like me like i'm, I'm married into it mm -hmm. you know and so like i my wife grew up a block away from hilltop high knows everybody although i probably know more people than she does now take it um, easy take it easy like running for mayor yeah, yeah. soon nah, <laughs> I, I got my, my past is too checkered it's way checkered yeah. for both of us to do anything like um, that. <laughs> you know but 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 i feel like uh the the community support you know, and, and I would say we were both successful businessmen at this point, but it's hey, wait, only if we survive this I, fucking I mean, pandemic, like, yeah. bro. If we survive the pandemic, I'll I'll go ahead and cheers you sure. and say, you know what, we're a successful but, business, but <laughs> but we but we're there because we have so much community support, and it's it's individuals that we know from work, from little league, from AYSO, from jujitsu, from like everything, from high local school, government, bro. Yeah, I mean, people we just see out and about, but everyone wants us to, to, to succeed. Yeah. Everyone wants to support us. Yeah. And and so I feel like it's only natural that, like, anytime we have the opportunity, like, hey, how can we, like, monetize this for, like, other people? Mm -hmm. like, for sure. I mean, and, and I don't know if it's just because people have always supported us. And, I, and I've seen you guys do the same thing. It's like anytime, you know, oh, someone's diagnosed with cancer or oh, somebody had an accident or whatever. It's like, hey, like, how can we... Like, what, what can we do with the business to, like, get you guys some money? Yeah. You know, like, hey, I'll open up my venue. You get the people in. I'll extract all their money and give it to you. you know? Bro, we have podiums. We have, like, our little, like, what is it? What do you, what do you fuckers call it? Soapboxes? Yeah. That we can stand on and, like, actually you, you generate. 
You know, and you, we, you fuckers, yeah, you, you, oh, that business white, owners. White, oh, business, like, is that a white people thing? You again? want to think you're racist? Damn, I got some racist shit to talk to you about in a little bit when we're done with this shit. But yes, um, but yeah, I feel like we have a voice that we can use it for good. And I always tell wifey like, and I was like, you know what? Like my homie Dwayne, you know, and and I haven't talked too much about Dwayne because he's he's going obviously he's going through his battle. He's going through fucking chemotherapy during a pandemic. That's bro. crazy shit. That is some crazy shit, you know. And he's battling. He's still doing his thing. And the um. The GoFundMe is still up there. You know, we'll set up a link again. But but Dwayne is still doing his thing. He's at home. His lady is uh, also, obviously, they're both quarantined and sheltered in place. He just goes to the doctor, and that's a wrap. He legitimately can't go anywhere because his immune system is shot, shot bro. Yeah. He's on fucking chemo, you know, and he's taking a, a cocktail of drugs in order to, like, to help him get better. So it's like, fuck, you know? And, and I always use those situations to kind of put shit into perspective you know it's like yeah this fucking pandemic yeah the economy is going to shit oh boohoo our businesses are fucking altered oh you know it's like i get it like that's a big deal it's it's what we use to kind of like feed our families but there's homies and people that we know and family that are ill right now you know like they they legitimately can't do a goddamn thing during this pandemic because they will get worse yeah you know it's my grandma we brought her over to live at my mom and dad's house so she can like Get better, motherfucker. She broke her hip. She, you know, she's old, bro. She's in her nineties. I think and she's, she's gonna outlive all of us. Oh man, she's a grinder. She's she smokes weed. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just it's like those are the the situations. It's like I tell wifey, it's like you know what? I don't want to sound like a douchebag. Like what can I do? And she's like, why are you always try to help everybody? Like uh, you can't save them. It's like I'm not trying to help everybody. Like if I have an just opportunity, to help my circle. Yeah, if I have an opportunity where I can like help somebody that I know personally, and I you know like I'm gonna fucking do it. You know if I and I tell my like close friends like dude if i have a, like i tell glasses if i have a dollar bro I'll, I'll fucking give you 50 cents like if you need it this is an example and it's like i don't think twice about some shit like that but don't, i don't know if i don't know somebody obviously i'm gonna be like, nah i got trust issues i was talking to a chicle about it last week he's like I, I have a hard time letting people in but when you're in it's like your family it's right. Like, all right cool you're in you're in like let's do this what can we do to better you better me better each other um and the pandemic for me is like clearing all that up it's like making shit clear like okay I know who to help. I know who to let go. I know what to do. What have you learned? Uh, I've learned my kid is really good at Minecraft. <laughs> um, just, you know, and I try to stay off social media, but it's tough because there ain't nothing to do. God damn it. I try I to stay it. off fucking CNN because it's all garbage. Watch Fox. It's funny. <laughs> I, I can't. It's funny. I just can't. I can't. Um you know, but you know, like you, you see people like, oh, like if you don't come out of this th- with like some fucking side hustle or like new fucking profession, and it's like, bitch, like I'm grinding all the time, mm. and so like self care, brother. I, well, I'm just content chilling. Although yeah. I've been fucking eating too much shit, and I felt like shit. And you eat shit. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you eat shit. You eat shit, bro. <laughs> you put shit in your hair, and then you eat I it. <laughs> eat you like a shit sandwich or whatever, like, whatever, it's, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just. Trying to like reinvest in some hobbies. Uh, I've been self care, buying a lot of baseball yeah, cards, good. which is nice because it's like you know, the, the, like level one is like shopping, right? Uh-huh. And then level, and then like the next step is like just experiencing them, like getting like opening up the opening up the packs or like looking at the players and the stats. But then like next level is like sorting them, building sets, making checklists. I mean, the whole deal. And so it's like I mean, there's different layers of it, but it. That is your entrepreneur mind, it's, bro. It's 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 nerd shit, but yeah. it, it definitely it's, it's not fun. nerd shit. You like structure and you like building towards something. 
and I'm, we're, the, we're, the, we're two in the same in that sense. You know, it's like I like creating shit, looking at it, watching it develop, and then letting it go. Like, oh, yeah. There it is. There it is. Now let's do another one. Let's do another one. Because right now, what you and I kind of put it's fucking funny. Like we started a, a baseball podcast. The like, week that baseball died, bro. <laughs> did, did we kill baseball? We're like, we, shit, another shitty podcast. Uh, Let's just cancel it. But this is, we're going to bring that one back. I was We were talking about it. So this one's going to be under the Emo Brown umbrella, and it's called The Wax Pack. And it's just Matt and me and another homie named Abel just talking baseball. Talking about baseball. It's, it's nerd shit. How, how baseball nerd has impacted shit. our lives. Good, bad, and otherwise. Talking about baseball movies, baseball cards, baseball memorabilia. Um, Everything baseball. Yeah. Everything baseball. And... Uh, People will be like, that's going to get boring quick. But no, never. Man. And baseball doesn't get boring. Never. No. Soccer doesn't get boring. Golf doesn't get boring. I just like competitive shit where you can watch and be like, I appreciate oh, what Watching golf is boring as Watching fuck. golf is awesome, bro. Watching golf is boring. I learned how to play fuck. golf watching it and playing Tiger Woods golf. Ride, I didn't invest ride one. Ride the snake, right? That, ride the snake. That's, that's Tiger Woods golf, right? I don't know. What is it? No. Oh, the fuck is ride the snake? <laughs> Oh, when that's you, a porno or some shit, probably. No, when when you fucking when you crush the ball and it has the little fucking tail, like uh, when you crush the ball so fucking hard, man, that was like an old Tiger Woods. Like maybe you played that day. shit in Michigan, bro. Yeah, but no, not here. But yeah, so our our podcast is called Wax Pack, and um, fuck it, we're I think we should just carry on with it, you know, like and just kind of do it and be like life without baseball. Oh shit, baseball is coming back. Oh shit, it's finally here. Well, I mean. And, we it was never like we need current baseball to have this podcast. Like the whole the whole idea of it is, you know, it's it's obviously talking about some of the the current events in baseball. You know, the current you know who who's crushing it and who's you know who's sucking. But but it's how does baseball affect our lives? Yeah, you know, and how is it how is baseball like molded us from you know little dudes up until. Like right now, and now we're passing it down to our kids. I mean, I feel, like, I feel like baseball is like the one constant, and I'm sure that's like that romantic line is from you know, nine and a half probably, weeks. Probably, I think it's from like Field of Dreams, you know. <laughs> but like baseball has been that one constant, like in life, you know, from little league to like cracking baseball packs at like six, seven years old. And guess what? And what? It's fucking gone. And it's it not sucks. there, dude. Yeah. Like anytime in our little stupid group chat where we start talking baseball, I'm like, ooh. Like I get, I perk up. I'm like, oh, all right, yeah. nice. Let's see. Oh, yeah. ooh, who, what are they going to say? What dumb shit is Matt going to say about Nolan Ryan being oh, a top dude. five fucking all time pitcher? You are a Nolan Ryan hater. I'm not. Clearly. No, brother. No, no, no. Put it on the record. Emo Brown record. No, man. Nolan Ryan is a great Nolan Ryan. Great pitcher. But just because he bit the shit out of a guy named Robin doesn't make him a top five all time player. Seven no hitters. See? More strikeouts than anybody. Save it for Wax Pack, bro. Less Save it for Wax Pack. Look at you. Hits <laughs> per nine innings than any pitcher ever in the history of the game. What a shock. He's a white guy from Texas that he would be your fucking favorite player. He's what, not my favorite. What a shock. I'm just, I champion him. You're probably like John Rocker as your favorite player or something. Whoa. Dude, so we were talking about racist shit. Racist shit. The quarantine has brought out the racism in well, people. And, 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 and they, they say, you know, they, they talk about like, uh, you know, uh, crises and war and all that stuff and like you know it uh, it doesn't change your character no. it, it reveals your it, character it, i feel like it amplifies it dude yeah you know it's like it, it, it just it, it chisels out everything and it shows who you really are so so who you got i got nascar bro i got nascar that's well, a sport i can't get fucking into bro fucking mystery solved yeah all fucking racist yeah <laughs> I, I don't know that that's on you i was talking to 
who was I talking to? Estela. And she was telling me there's a place in California called Fontana where people go and race. And I was like, what? That's a thing? I used to go race at fucking Fun For All, bro. We used to go and like play in the little bumper boat cars and be like, or the bumper cars rather. And that was racing. But there's diehard NASCAR fans. And I feel like the diehard NASCAR fans aren't going to give a fuck about what happened. What happened? NASCAR obviously is no longer in operation. They're not racing in that circle. But they're doing like some virtual shit. They're doing like, yeah, some virtual, which sounds kind of cool. I'd be down. I looked at the setup. It looks like he was like strapped into a little car seat and he had like this whole game. They're basically playing video games, right? I think it is video games, but it's like a whole like virtual league. And this dude, I don't even remember, Lawson, some shit, some Ryan Lawson. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't follow. Some white dude. No, Japanese dude. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. He's American Japanese guy. And, um, it just, and, and I was like, I was watching it, and then all of a sudden, like, this guy dropped the N-bomb, bro, like, the hard R, not necessarily, like, the fucking, like, the Gucci man, like, just dropping the N-word. Like, this fool dropped the hard R N-word. Yeah, and, uh, and I heard it, and I felt crunchy inside it, and um, crunchy, term my sister taught me from the, the Bay Area. She's like, oh, crunchy, you know, you feel awkward, you feel weird. And I confirmed it with uh, um, Cece, our bartender at the Alamo, and she's like, oh, yeah, crunchy, when somebody, like, does something that's foul. And I was like, all right, cool. I felt crunchy when this car racer racing virtually online dropped the end bomb and then everybody immediately started saying, Hey bro, well we're we're all listening right now. Uh bro, uh we, we all heard that. And then he's like, Oh man, you hate to hear that. Oh god, that's horrible. I was like, God damn Dang. next day. All of his sponsors dropped his ass. And NASCAR put him on indefinite unpaid leave. I was like, shit. When playing a video game goes horribly wrong, like, see the the problem is like okay, so so that that word has all the negative connotation, right? Correct. We should never use it. Hmm? So, but that's the thing. So if, if it pops out of your mouth for no reason, a couple beers in, or you get into like a stressful situation, uh, he would be breaking the law if he was drinking and virtually driving. So I doubt he was oh, even. Drinking. I, I don't believe so. <laughs> but if you're dropping it. You know that when you're at home with your homies, you're dropping it 50 times. Did you watch the video? An hour. No, I didn't see it. This fool just like, I guess he was calling somebody in his group. Like, I don't know. Somebody was supposed to be there and he just dropped it like so like, you'll pass me the ketchup. Like it was like, boom. Part of his like vernacular, like just bang, bang, bang. And and I was like, oh, and then it was funny just listening to the reaction. Where's that dude from? Ah, California. Is he? I, actually, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say too much because I don't know a lot about this guy. See, you know, and, and that's, and I, I always, I always tell people, because I'm not originally from California mm-hmm. and, and I don't think people from California, like if you've lived here your whole life and I just had this conversation with someone, I can't remember who, like if you, if you've lived here your whole life, you don't truly understand the rest of America, you know? And, and when I lived in Michigan, I would meet people from the South and I'm just like, damn, like these are some rubes and like, I can't even get how they live. But now that I've lived in, in California for like 17 years now, I look at people from Michigan, like, do I, you guys are rubes. Like, yeah. What's a rube? Uh, rubes, like a, like a country boy, like okay. a, you know, country like, bumpkin. Yeah. Shit kicker. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, you know, riding <laughs> in the back of a pickup truck with his basset hound and a shotgun. I don't know. Damn. Um, but you know, so it's like, it's like second level. It's like, I look at people from Michigan where I grew up and like, I mean, I, I lived that life. And even now I'm just like, I, I can't. You feel crunchy when you go back. I do. I'm yeah. just like, man, like you guys don't understand. Like, like it's just so backwards, but like, it's probably 10 times worse down in the deep South, which is like, that's where NASCAR 
came from. Do you think people in NASCAR are like going to turn their back on this guy, or are they going to be uh, like, eh, I mean, the, the, par for the course? The, the, the ones that are like fake woke, the ones that know that they're not supposed to, even mm-hmm. though they do it anyway, uh-huh. are going to condemn him. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think at this point in time, even the even the most racist of racists knows they're not supposed to say it yeah and so, yeah so so ex- other than the ones that want to straight up just like wear the hood right out in public everyone's gonna say oh man we can't believe he did that and then they're gonna go He's home like, and believe it yeah they're gonna folder. drop 50 of them yeah, yeah yeah oh man this is absolutely the worst time to pull some fucking um controversial shit too man it's not gonna get lost it's no. gonna be front and center bro it's like everyone's at home everyone's on social media it's like oh brr. i don't watch nascar and i caught wind of it well i, I try not to I try, i'm not i try not to spend too much time uh like online like surfing and stuff but um i always go to espn.com uh-huh. and you know i mean back in the day you know like when we had sports you know they, they have like their little ticker or whatever it always has like the top stories there's like eight of them on there that like the top stories you can click on and and back in the day when we had sports, it, it was you know it was like relevant stuff. And now there's no sports. It's like it's funny to see what shows up on there. TMZ like, shit, bro. Yeah, but it's like it's all weird. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. So that was on there. Um, and and I, and something else that was on there. And I actually, it's funny you talk about you know NASCAR and and the virtual racing. I watched NBA, former NBA and WNBA players playing horse what? against each other this weekend. On, like I said, like virtually or what? Well, so um, ah, Mark, what's his name? Uh, he's he's one of the announcers, I think, for for ESPN. He was he was in his house, but like communicating with um, two different athletes that were at like you know because all these basketball players they got like home courts. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, some of them it's like it's kind of jinky. It's like their driveway with a net, and then some of them got straight up like hoops, legit. Like, yeah, they doing the all thing. fenced in, like <laughs> looking beautiful. Like you could run summer leagues out there. Um, but they were playing horse against each other. And so like one person would call their shot and if they made it, the other person had to make their shot and they did it like bracket style, tournament style. Where Thank you, you for had... mansplaining horse to me. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, I mean, I don't know. Do, 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 do you play caballo? <laughs> yeah, we play caballito. Oh man. That's, oh, <laughs> that's caballito. taking shots, bro. That's oh, taking that's, shots. <laughs> I'll take forever, especially because we suck. And that's a yeah. long word. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to, to get our sports fixed, Doing like anything, anything right Korean now. Korean baseball's playing. I right watched now. about three innings of a Padres game from like April fifth, two thousand nineteen, the other day. Uh, Tatis, baby, oh, I can't wait, dude. Got- Tatis is playing virtual baseball. Have you seen that? No. So they have like a fucking baseball league online for. Uh, I saw the basketball for the one. show. Okay. The, the, the game is the show, and um, yeah, Tatis is involved. There's a couple other players. This motherfucker is so competitive. So okay, so he's he's batting in the bottom of the ninth. He's losing, whatever, and cock he goes yard with his own player. Like he's he's the Padres and he's batting. He's like Tatis, baby. Yes, you gotta like it. You gotta love it. And I was like, damn, this dude is fucking yeah, nice. But you, he's twenty or like twenty one. So it's like dude, that's all he knows. <laughs> I, I remember being twenty years old, twenty one, playing Madden against my homies. Uh-huh. Uh, just like. 
Yeah, I mean, you just run around the whole living room. Dude, same, same, but different. We would play fucking FIFA for money and shots, like, and we would lose our shit when I had, like, a bachelor, when I was a bachelor and I just had roommates. We'd fucking play in front of the big screen and get down and talk shit to each other and be like, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, that, that was back when, uh, that was back when, uh, WWF was, like, Degeneration X. So you do that, like, X over your, like, oh, the, the, the penis your, crop? Yeah, over yeah. your dick or whatever. Yeah, like, you strike the X down over your dick and, like, thrust it out. And, oh, man, we'd, like, get right up in people's faces <laughs> and just, like, you guys do in michigan oh, boy just get vile man speaking of violence since you're talking about michigan <laughs> is it violent in michigan no but you know what some motherfuckers did there oh, they no. marched on the capitol yesterday do you know why oh here we go because that bitch of a governor in quotes i'm, I'm air quoting oh, okay. right now uh that botoxed up bitch of a governor oh wait. are these your personal thoughts or are no, you I'm, I'm air quoting right now i'm i'm you can't see my air quotes but so so all the like uh all the liber all the like white power libertarians that are into guns uh-huh, and uh-huh. whatever they marched on the capitol in the middle of a shelter in place to protest because the governor told them not to go to their summer homes <sighs> not to go out fishing <sighs> Uh, only to buy essentials from Home Depot and not to buy stuff to go out and garden. And the thought process is don't go to your your summer homes because these are in little podunk towns and the second anyone gets it there, so you travel there and boom, you go to the general store. That's what they call them in little towns. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, you get one person sick, all of a sudden five people are sick and it's a one-room hospital in, in, in those like areas. Um, you know, hundreds of people, you know, like springtime in Michigan, like everyone starts gardening and getting their lawns ready. You keep that shit open at Home white Depot. People, white people do their gardening? They do their own gardening, oh Michigan. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's kind of like a, uh, well, it's the same here. I mean, like, there's a certain pride in, like, having the best yard. But so they're all rolling to Home Depot, like, deep, like, lines out the door, like, mobbing it. And so the governor said, don't go. We're not even going to let them sell you this stuff. Just stay home. Because, like, they're they're spiking. They're, they have a ton of cases. A lot of people in Michigan are dying. And they're all up Because of arms. the water? <laughs> that's just flint that's only one little city uh, man that's I, all. I tricked you into that last time you're in racism but dude it's crazy that all these old ass white people like no no masks on or nothing were like causing like a scene at the capitol be flying confederate flags you know like things that aren't even related to the the, the protest <laughs> it was just their opportunity yeah, to just fucking they had their guns and their confederate flags don't and tread their, on and their, me yeah and their trump 2020 uh you know keep America great fucking flags and shit. And, but dude, I mean, it, it, it's embarrassing. Like we don't, none of us want to be at home like all day long, like eating junk food and hanging out with our kids for 16 hours. I kind of do, bro. I'm looking Uh, forward to it. Cause you haven't been. I know this is, it'll be quarantine day one for me tomorrow. Yeah. Cause you've been working and then working. So so now it's like, like, yeah, Oh man. So get ready. I'm excited. Um, talking about guns. I know we talked about getting guns. Are you still on the I need to get a gun trip or are you good with it? Um, I mean, I did not get one. Um, I think I would still like to have one. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, we're far enough along in this little uh, exercise where I don't feel the need to, like, try to, like, uh, you know, g- go against the current and, like, swim upstream to try and find one right now. Like, I'll wait for everything to, to blow over. If shit was going to pop off in that violent it would, manner. It would have already popped off. I think we would at least have hints of it going to pop off already. Yeah. Dude, knock on wood. We have weathered this storm pretty well. I think California, definitely San Diego, has done a really good job. People shit on California. Eh, you know, and I get it. The, from an outside perspective, I get why you would shit on us. Bunch we're, of hippies we're, and we're very laid back. And... We don't give a fuck about anything, but we do. 
We give a fuck about things. Why? Because if somebody says, hey, guys, you're going to get your the elders sick in your community if you're out and about living your normal life. Stay home. Do your thing. And guess what the fuck we did? Stayed home. We stayed home and we did, did our, our thing. thing. And that's a wrap. And now, like, everything is chill with us, you know? So you can shit on us all you want. But we follow instructions. And now we're... We're on the road to recovery. And that bringing it back to what we were talking about earlier, it's like, it is too soon to fucking open up America again, you know, like open up America for business. It's too soon, you know? Well, and, you know, and I mean, I, I'm no, I'm not an expert, but it seems that the key is having copious amounts of testing. So that way, when which are none yet. Yeah, exactly. Do you know anybody that's been tested? No, but you know, like you, you see the news, you read the articles and like they, like you, you see these little tests, right? And so, so, from my understanding, you need to mass produce these tests. We're using a ton of them right now, but you need to you need to produce them in a way where not only do we have what we need, we can start stockpiling. So that way, once we all go back, you know, let's say I get it, and I'm like, oh man, I'm sick. And then the second that they 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 find out that I'm sick, they can test a hundred people that they know that I've come in contact with and go, shit, yeah, you guys stay home, you guys stay home, you guys stay home. Or, you know, they can just say, okay, hey, look, like, we, we, we're going to have to shelter in place for one week in San Diego while we give out tests and figure out who has it and who doesn't. Or two weeks, whatever, like, the, they, they say the 14-day kind of quarantine to, like, get over it. But, you know, the, the testing is key because the testing allows you to track. And so if you can't test, you can't track, you don't know who has it, you don't know who's asymptomatic and walking yeah. around passing it around so the testing is key and obviously making sure that our hospitals are like you know geared up have the supplies and are ready to go in case it gets serious again but i mean we can't wait till it's over to go back to work we got to ease into it because it's not gonna it's yeah. not gonna go away because people the more we go out and become normalized all over again people are gonna get it again you know yeah it might simmer down but it'll come back again we just Fuck, we need a vaccine. I think that's or like a, the the group. What was the, it? The, the, the herd immunity. The herd immunity. Obviously, a vaccine is coming. But if you have testing, then at least you know who has it, yeah. and you can follow those like strings and put those people into like shelter at home, and like, cause you're not worried about like one person getting it, two people get it, a hundred, a thousand. What you're worried about is a hundred and then a thousand, and then it spreading, spreading, spreading. So once you find out that there's a little flare up. You squash the flare up, but we don't have the capability to It'll do that It'll be yet. interesting to see in one year, bro. One year from now, what the fuck is going on? And and, and did we do it right? Yes. Because you're going to see what states did it right and what states like just like, shit did, the did we Did we panic mm. and overreact mm. and fuck a lot of people over something that maybe wasn't going to be that much worse than the flu? But I, I think we're past that part now. Yeah, I, I mean, think I think I think it's are. it's safe to assume like okay, maybe we didn't take this too seriously. Maybe we took it serious enough. You know, yeah. like you know, it's like oh shit. So, I don't know. What if now going to a restaurant requires you getting a, uh, like your temperature check before you go in? What if going to a Padre game like what if you can't sit next to each other now? What if now it's like you got to sit in the other seat? You know, it's like I'm just curious to see how that shit's going to pan out. Oh, you're coughing. The fuck? Uh-oh. You better put the, the fuck. Um, Let me put my Machete Beer House <laughs> oh. located at uh, 2281 Highland. I don't know their address. Uh, but they're on Highland and 24. Yes, sir. Uh, I got my badass Machete Bandana yesterday. Yep. I bought some beers there. I've been, I've been, I got I've been some spreading emo my emo brown bandanas yeah. today. We got the emo brown bandanas came Manhattan out today. Manhattan bandanas should be in tomorrow. <sighs> 
Dude, Everyone's rocking bandanas. Look at us, man. We're like a gang now. I know. Um, I talked to, because uh, I like to find out the pulse of my community. So I reached out to one of the homies. From six feet away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the One of the homies, uh, David Oyos, he is the, let me make sure I get his fucking title right. He is the homicide sergeant here for Chula Vista Police Department. And I was asking him, yo, bro, so like, the fuck is going on violence-wise, like, crime-wise here in, in Chula Vista? Is it fucking, have you seen a, uh, like a, a spike? Have you seen this? Have you seen that? And he's like, um, yeah, <laughs> we have. He said, shit's gotten crazy as it relates to homicides because that's what he does he's like um we have three like homicides that have occurred like in like the last month two months and i said well is that abnormal like what is it well dude like i'll give you the numbers and he's like for the the year 2019 we had three total you know for 2018 we had five and 2017 we have uh 2017 we had three he said 2020 to date we have three already so he's like, he doesn't know if it has anything to do with what's going on here. People would be wiling out. People want to get guns and just kind of like, just kind of stay ready. And I feel like if you don't know about guns or how to use a gun, like maybe you're just, you're quicker to lose your shit or some shit, you know? Well, I, I just, I feel like tensions are high. Although I, I do feel like people are, are trying their best to be team players. Pretty much everyone is like, you know, like this isn't what we want to do, but like, it's what we're doing. Like we're, we're. We don't want to be the outliers. Like, got shelter, we'll shelter. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I also asked him because <laughs> my parents, my dad thinks he's the mayor of his little fucking block, bro. It's like a little Christmas circle area. And uh, he took a picture. I guess it was a, a police officer, like, that pulled up right in front of their driveway and started talking to a lady walking her dog. And I guess the lady wasn't wearing her mask. And my dad was like, no, no, she's, she's getting a ticket because she's walking her dog and she doesn't have a mask on. And da, 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 da. So I, might, I wanted to make sure, yeah, well. My pop seems to think that you guys are pulling people over who don't have masks and going for walks and giving them citations. And he's like, nah, man, that shit's not happening in Chilvisa. So feel free to walk around the hood. Take your dog out. But, I mean, wear a mask, you know? Follow or or at least have it with yeah. you. Or, you know, like like I went out for a run uh, two days ago. Huh? And as I was running. Like to the was, mailbox or what? No, like <laughs> around my block. It's like half a mile. Um, I did that a couple times. But, Look but at I, you. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do something, man. But you know, so as I'm running, like some I see somebody coming the other way, and so I just I went out into the street and ran, and like I didn't have a mask on. I don't feel like I need one, but it's like I'm I'm ten feet away. Like we're cool. Like it, uh, it, it has it doesn't have to be that serious, but you know we all need to be good citizens. One year from now, one year from now, it'll be interesting to see where the fuck we are, dude. You know, it's gonna be a lot of businesses. That's closed. what I was gonna say. One, which ones of the homies like businesses are gonna be shut down? Are we like we don't know how long this is gonna last? I know they just released like the phase one and phase two and phase three today, and I still got to sit down and like actually like read and what what it means. But let's see, man. Off to bigger and brighter things. New traditions for Matt C. Slack and the Wax Pack uh, podcast is at the end of every show we open a pack of baseball cards, bro. This is a Fucking 1987 tops baseball card pack. Do, do you know why we oh, open baseball shit. cards? It as old dudes. Go ahead. Nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. Yeah. It, it brings you back to like the old day. I mean, you can feel that gum right on the top. I ate the gum last time and it disintegrated in my mouth. Yeah, all the like the 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 flavor is still there, the sugar is still there, but all the gum base is deteriorated. So Dude, this has a yeah. This one does have a stick of gum. And it says, win a trip to the 1988 spring training. 1988 spring training. 
Let's see. Let's get a picture of Maddie because that's what he does with his bandana. Oh, flipping me off with the wrong finger. No, that's the right, that's Matt. the that's the look. Let's open this up and let's. Uh, so, so 1987. Who, who are the key guys here? So you got. Uh, if I'm opening this right now. I'm looking for a Bo Jackson rookie card. I think Barry Bonds, a Barry Bonds. and Mark McGuire are the two big guys, but, yeah. but Bo is the personal favorite. I want I want the Bo Jackson one. I, I have a few of them at home, but I mean it would I wouldn't mind fucking having another. All right, one. that gum's intact and it's all. I'm, I'm pink. gonna chew that, dude. I'm gonna chew that gum. Let's see. Oh look, I won a free ticket to the 1988 spring training. I'm gonna yeah, make me sure too. cash that Sweet. motherfucker in. No, no. Jose Uribe. No. His kid plays now. Jose Rijo. Nice. Let's see. No. Jim no. Rice. Glenn Davis. I remember him for the Astros. He was awesome. Oral Hershiser. Ooh, that's a winner. That's a winner. But fuck the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Even. Dude, this guy's name is place. Ed Valleberg. <laughs> he played for the Dodgers. Super white. <laughs> I like him. Oh, the wizard, Ozzy Smith. Ooh, nice. I got Craig Nettles. Nice. Padre. Craig Nettles. Nothing, dog. I got nothing. I got Ozzy Smith and some dude named oh. Ed Valleberg. There's the guy right there. Frank. Frank. Tanana. Fucking Tanana. There yeah. it is, Matty. Oral Hershiser might be the guy. For you, I take the wizard. It's two Hall of Famers. Nice. Or wait, is Oral Hershiser? No, a I don't Famer? think so. Good. I don't think he made it. it. Jim, Rice got, Jim Rice got close, but not quite. Baseball. Yeah, but you were talking shit about Ozzy Smith the yeah. other day, weren't you? I was. How, um, he did, how he didn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't, I don't see how his, uh, his glove merits him a ticket to the fucking Hall of Fame. Save it for the wax pack, bro. This isn't for this. This is about, you know, like serious. You see that topics. look, right? You yeah. see that look? You're going like, to draw like me I'm in. I'm about to go in yeah, for like you're gonna a draw solid me in. hour. You're going to you. draw me in. And I'll fucking, I'll, I'll play and your we'll game, boy. We'll be here until fucking 1030. Play your fucking game. We have a Zoom meeting right now. Y'all play your game and we'll start talking Ozzy Smith. Zoom, zoom. But Maddie, thank you for coming back in. We'll check in with you me. again. Patreoners, we love you. We miss you. Miss you because I'll be sending out all their goodies now officially tomorrow. I'll be making deliveries. I just need one Veronica Rocha. To send me your address. I sent you a message. I need to get your 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 um, address so I can ship all your stuff out. I can't be holding on to this stuff anymore. Guys, stay safe. Stay healthy. And we love you. And wear your bandanas. <laughs>